What up, what up, what up, what up? What up? Welcome to another episode of Poppin' After 30. Of course, we are Liddy, Liddy, Liddy. Liddy, Liddy in the city. We're going to have a fun time tonight talking about some fun shit for y'all. Of course, um, of course. Yeah, but before we get started, bitch, pour up. Pour it up. up. Of course, we always got a drink uh, in uh, hand. Uh, clank, uh, clank. Uh, uh. Yeah. We are drinking Hennessy as usual. Her usual. Her usual. <laughs> Hennessy over everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn up. All right, girl. What's up? How you been? What's up? Girl, I've been doing great. Still in quarantine. I started doing keto Ooh. because I have a little quarantine 15 yeah. and um, my little love pouch has grown into a love keg. Goodbye. So <laughs> it is time for me to reduce that love there and get, you know, start a little keto and you know just trying to work that off but still enjoying life at home working from home quarantining and you know popping after 30 is life right now season two popping 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 and we just continue to grow what's up with you baby boo hey listen i'm lit every day because it's a blessing right now nah nothing's really changed you know what i'm saying still working not from home so i'm kind of jealous but you know what uh i just I'm chilling right now. Like life is really good. Still moving along. Still popping with popping after thirty. Yes, man. We got merch for sale, so go get that shit. ASAP. We got drip for sale. And we that's got drip really. for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Yo ass, nigga. Um, but that's really it. Just really chilling and enjoy enjoying this time that I have because things are shut down, so I'm not out acting all crazy. Right. You know? Spending it. You know. Right. You know what? And being on quarantine got me really missing traveling. Oh, like no. we normally, I take one big international trip every yes. year but had to put that on hold which I'm kind of grateful for because I'm saving some money but today we are talking about passports planes and Persecco My favorite this things. is the travel yeah. episode and ode to what we used to do and hopefully yes. we can do again My passport dry it's dry it's missing stamps it's just yeah. it's just sitting there collecting desks because we in a quarantine and it ain't the passport ain't no good in no other country right now right. so um, um, let's, we can sit here and reminisce on our travel stories. <laughs> you right, you right, you right. So, La, tell me about your favorite trip, girl. Um, well, you know I am a solo traveler, yes, even though I, I do know. love traveling with my boo-boo. Rest out. Uh, <laughs> I love traveling with my boo-boo key, but I definitely am a solo traveler. The best trip I've ever taken was probably the last solo trip I took when I went to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and Bali, Indonesia. Yeah. It was an exuberating time. The only regret I had was that I didn't stay longer. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful. It looked like I was like living in a postcard. Yes, yes. Every one of them. It was just so serene, beautiful, peaceful, just an amazing time. I really enjoy myself. What about you? What was your favorite? Uh, I'm going to have to say that my favorite trip was when I went to Cancun, Mexico, Ooh, because you know it's list. lit all the time. And I was fucked up every single day. Oh. Like, let me tell you, when they say Mexico knows how to party, honey, honey. I was lit every day. I went to, I think it's called like Senor Frog or something, which is like a really big nightclub out there. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Bitches was falling from the ceiling. What? They was throwing shirts and shit. Like, it was so fucking lit. I drank so much. I came home and I was like, I'm never drinking again, bitch. Oh, my God. That sounds again. like a vacation the food to remember. Amazing. The food was amazing. The water was so fucking blue. Ooh. It was beautiful. I literally saw, I'm pretty sure I saw a shark, like a little baby one. It wasn't crazy big, but you could just see, see that shit. Just right in the water. That is, that yeah. is, that is amazing. That's definitely on my list. So key, like, how do you when you when you're ready to travel, what steps do you take to um, put them those travel plans in motion? I'm probably the worst person to ask this question. I knew it. That was a loaded (laughs) question. Here's why. Here's why the universe has validated that my last minute planning always fucking works because at the last minute, that's when they're trying to get rid of like whatever hotel rooms Mm -hmm. are left. They're trying to fill up the plane real quick. So I've literally booked flights and hotels. Like when I went to Mexico, I booked that shit 24 hours in advance and got a bomb ass deal. Damn. I don't plan. I don't know. I don't do it. You know, the way my anxiety set up, I don't know if I could. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know if I could do that. But that's why me and you are dynamic work. Because you like, bitch, be spontaneous. And I'm like, bitch, book the flight ahead of time. Even when your ass is trying to be spontaneous, you're like, but we need a list. We still need a list. (laughs) We need a plan. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely totally 1000% opposite. I want to know where I'm going months in advance mm-hmm. I think probably I usually book maybe like five to six months prior which I think I still think that's still pushing it but I definitely scout out tickets mm-hmm. and I just keep track of that and keep scouting it until I find the best rate that I know possible I have a couple of websites that I use called Hopper where you can set an alert yeah. and they can they'll let you know when the price drop they'll tell you um, this is a good price but we predict that it'll drop in the next couple of months so tracking your tickets and flights being flexible you know from which airport to leave from you don't always like leaving from Atlanta Hartsfield it's going to be expensive because we're kind of inland we always have to have a layover before we leave the country maybe dumb as fuck like down the street right 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 like you you you'll have a layover in like Boston or something but if you could what my trick is if you could just book that international flight from that coastal airport and then book a cheap domestic flight to that airport you could save hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah when i went to london and paris i had left out of boston but if i would have left to go to paris from atlanta i think the flight was like nine hundred dollars but i ended up flying from boston and it was like like 5.50. Yo, when you told me that price, I was fucking pissed because I flew trip. straight from Atlanta to no layover, straight from Atlanta to fucking Paris. Yeah, and it's always going to be expensive. Yeah, it is a risk. You you gotta, you know, switch terminals yeah. and kind of go through that hassle from going from the domestic terminal to the international ter- terminal. But, I mean, it's an airport. There's signage. There's people there to guide you. So, as long as you give yourself enough time, that is a a multitude of savings that you could save on your international travel. Key, you got any tips? What's some money-saving tips for the people? Uh, Money-saving tips? So, for me, I like to book all-inclusive because I like to pay just one lump sum and it's always a little bit cheaper. It may not be crazy cheaper, but you're Mm -hmm. always going to save money because I think about how much I drink. I think about how many restaurants I like to test 
stressed out and right. eat. So a lot of times, especially when I'm going to like beach cities or when I can, I try to stay in like a resort and then mm-hmm. just explore the city because I save much more money on the alcohol piece. Right. So it right. really just depends on like what you plan on doing, but definitely booking one big package has yeah. always saved a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. And even on the flip side of that, like you may save money by doing things individually. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these destinations that you go to um, could be really cheap. Like the food in Mexico, I'm pretty sure was dirt cheap. And that's just bomb as fuck. Yeah, like when I went to Bali, I was a millionaire 12 times. My meals were like 2 and $3 for like appetizer, entree, and dessert, and drink. Yeah. Um, and, and I was getting meals to go. So I was like paying $14 for everything. Yeah. So it, it does depend on where you go. You can get really great travel packages like mm-hmm. on Groupon or on yeah. different travel websites. Or you can opt to just, you know, if you're a planner like myself, you could book things individually mm-hmm. and usually the best way for me is because I don't like paying vacations all in one lump sum. I don't have two, three thousand dollars to just yeah. throw out a vacation at one time. So I usually just book the flight, then you know, book the hotel separately, try to pay that shit up front and then, you know, just, and that's kind of like your payment plan. You just book one thing a month, book one thing a month. Yeah. And that usually will get you there without you putting out in the beat much in the beginning the other piece that i've learned too is uh using travel planners sometimes Mm -hmm. really really saves money because they will build a package around like the max amount of money that you want to spend for your trip and they can include all of your activities too so that's also a good way to consider saving money depending on where you want to go right 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 so key what do you value when you go on a trip what's the (laughs) what's the must have for you so there's two things that i do not budge on everything else i don't give a fuck about flight Mm -hmm. depending on where i'm going so my thing is anything over five hours bitch i'm fine first class i don't care okay, I will, I, but you know but let me just say disclaimer i booked that shit way in advance mm-hmm. so it's always a little bit cheaper that's when i start planning shit when i know i'm gonna be gone right so flying first class is a must for me because i like to stretch out my legs get comfortable it's a long right flight. right and it's a vacation yeah. right so you want to live a little right? right the other thing that is a must have no matter what i don't care if it's a day or 10 days is the hotel but yes. i will spend a lot of money on where i'm sleeping at not yes. just me i don't don't understand how people be like oh i slept in a hostel i'm like no no right 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 and you know what i think that i i agree with you on that i do value the hotel now it doesn't have to be super luxurious but i do value like privacy like once you start going to like european countries they have like shared bathrooms like they don't have an in-suite bathroom so i definitely value where you stay in the neighborhood that you're in you want to be close to anything or close at least close to transportation yeah, because that saves money on traveling. Right, right, right. I think what mostly I value and I put above everything is the experiences. I yeah. will pay two, three hundred dollars for like a tour. Yeah. Or I'll pay whatever money just to get the experience and to get the travel. And and also like when I went to Bali, I paid two hundred dollars for a photographer. And it was like a travel, a tour for like a photography tour. Oh, so man. I met with the um, photographer early in the morning. He took me all over Indonesia. We yeah. went all over to different restaurants, to different spots. And he took all of my photos for the waterfalls and beautiful areas. And I was with him all 
all day long and that was only $200 so I thought that that was like a great deal especially being a solo traveler I never have any good picks like who's <laughs> gonna take my pick so fucking beautiful. yeah like, they those, came out amazing those are, they, that shit really looks like the pictures that be inside the frames and different stores yes. like that shit came out yes. so fucking beautiful it was, and it was amazing so I always like I'll I'll book the the boat trip across wherever yeah. like I'll book those experiences because I know yeah well we got the hotel but we not gonna be in that bitch like I was going from like 6 a.m to like 8 9 p.m at night and then came back knocked out woke up did it all over no, again I'm the next for at least one day right. <laughs> and then we can do whatever after that right 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 this episode of popping after 30 is sponsored by okiefa shades okiefa okiefa shades is the premier choice for sunglasses top quality unique signature fresh trendy our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes, and we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. Okiefa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okiefashades.com. That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com. Or on IG or Facebook at Okiefa Shades. Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock. So what did you notice from traveling in your 20s to now traveling in your 30s? So you mean when I was broke and then when I had a little bit of money to spend? Right, right. There's a big difference from when I was in my 20s to when I was in my 30s. And a lot had to do with like my career, how much they was paying me. Yes, that Um, money is a factor, honey. Yeah, so I would say I noticed that there was a major upgrade to where I was going. (laughs) Bitch wasn't flying just to Vegas now for the weekend. Right, (laughs) we didn't even fly. It was 12 deep in the vehicle. Oh, right, like. <laughs> or the mega bus, <laughs> whatever you can get on. <laughs> right. Um, so I definitely noticed the level of experiences that I could afford from when I was in my 20s to my 30s. And that's just not even going to the place, but actually experiencing the place. Like I could afford to go to right. museums. Right. I could afford to shop a little bit, to have a really nice dinner while I was there. So I noticed the level of experience changed as I got older and I cared more about immersing myself in the culture. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Versus like turning up every night right 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 yeah I definitely agree with that. You know, and when I traveled in undergrad, I was okay with it being one hotel room and 20 girls in a hotel room. All over the floor. And uh, we made that shit work. And it was fun. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, the ro- the car road trip, the hotel, and the road trip back, like, that, all of that shit was fun. But I remember, like, physically traveling with only, like, $20 and in my pocket. That home. shit was enough to get a burger at Burger King. But we made it. The most lit-ass week. This weekend <laughs> ever and with twenty dollars, yeah. that's all you had. Yeah. So definitely, I love I love to reminisce on those days, but I do not want to go back. No, I appreciate the comfort. Now I'm like, nah, I need my own bed. So. And it better be a queen size. So and it better be right, right. Like I might, me and Key did share a bed one time, but girl, and wasn't nothing wrong with that except it's for fun. she snored. But anyway, <laughs> love you. Yeah, that shit was lit though. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. we had some very lit lit time. But yeah, traveling in your 30s is way different. Like you want opulence, you want ambiance, you want experience, taste. Yeah. I mean, it's just things that you're just like, you just can't do. Your old bones just can't be 20 deep in a hotel room no more. Right, right. I right. agree. So 
what do you think are some good uh, trip planning websites and then things that you would need that are important when you're traveling, like maybe internationally? I use, just like I mentioned earlier, I use Hopper because um, they really let you know if the flight is going to be cheap or not. Yeah. And I've saved a, I saved hundreds of, do- of dollars using Hopper and following along. It's all about being consistent. Yeah. You know, you, you got a place you want to go to, you want that good deal on the flight, uh-huh. then you're going to have to track that bitch. You're going to have to look, you have to check every day and, and wait for um, some of the, the changes in price. So definitely using that. Domestically, I travel Southwest. Yeah. So I use them rapid reward points. I booked, oh, I went to Dominican Republic on uh, $250 and some points That's round cool. trip to the, to the DR for four days. I mean, the cheapest trip I ever took in my hotel was 250 Damn. So all inclusive. So I mean, like the, the deals are out there. Subscribe to different websites. Mm-hmm. Just you have to shop around. Yeah. What, what sites do you use? I definitely use Expedia all the time just because I collect so many points from Expedia that it turns into money and then I get discounts on like my hotel and stuff like that. Yes, um, so I book package deals with Expedia. And the cool thing about Expedia too is that if you book it far enough in advance, in advance they actually let you do monthly um, planning. Mm. So you can pay little by little. Um, you do one deposit and then you pay however much until you're ready to go on your trip. So I always use that. For flights, I use Just Fly because you know it mix and matches uh-huh. like whoever has the cheapest for round trip. So I use Just Fly and then I always subscribe to like the hotel reward yes. points because mm-hmm. we travel so much that that shit starts adding it up. It starts really accumulating. Yeah, yeah, I got hella points with Wyndham and other hotels that I've accumulated. Like I always usually skip over that sign up registration yeah. process but now in th- at 30, <laughs> honey, Honey, I want all of those Give points. me the rewards. Give me those rewards. Yeah, points. absolutely. Oh, and then also I would say a good thing to have is um, T- TSA PreCheck and Global yes. Entry. Yes. I think I've used that TSA PreCheck, honey, you can get to the airport 30 minutes before your flight and get and walk through TSA in like two, three minutes yeah. with TSA PreCheck. It's only like $90 or $100. You can get both. And it lasts for what, like 10 years? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. My dumb ass don't have it yet. I'm going to be honest. Um, I still be taking risks at the airport, but actually, no, not anymore because right. I you, missed the flight. You, you upgraded it. <laughs> I missed the flight and I was so pissed that I was like, what can I do? So I actually went and got clear. Mm. So I got clear. Clear is a, a little bit more expensive, but you can use it in more places. So right. clear, I believe is like 175 or 180 for the year. You use it through the airport. You skip the entire security line. Like you don't even go to TSA pre-check. They literally just like flash their badge and you go right through to um, the scanner. Yeah. And you can use it at like different venues that accept clear. Right. So if I go to concerts, I don't have to wait in line. I don't do none of that shit. I just go through. Right. And like yeah. at the at the stadium and stuff yeah. too. Yeah. That's awesome. I was thinking about clear, but I just went ahead and got TSA pre-check. Yeah, global entry is important though. I need that. Yeah, shit. global entry coming back into the country, standing in our immigration line, it's that shit bitch. is not fun. Um, I've missed a flight coming back and in, in, in standing in that immigration. You just never know what you expect when you roll up there. But to have that global global entry, straight through. They already know who you is. Go on, yep. Come on in here. Okay, so what are some tips on international travel mm, that you learned? I think, well, you are a little more bolder than me so I always say like travel with people but that's just me because I'm like a big ass scary cat outside of the US which is probably ass backwards but I always travel with people 
Uh, I will also say using like RFID protective mm-hmm, in your wallet yep. or bag because um, I definitely saw somebody scanning electronic information when I was in Paris and that shit what? pissed me off. That shit was fucking crazy. And then just making sure you have like travel tags for your bags and things mm-hmm, like that because I definitely yes. had a bag get lost. That shit fucking pissed me off trying to explain internationally where my shit is at. Right, right. Yeah, so what about you? What's some, some things that you use? I definitely, since I am a solo traveler, everywhere I go internationally, I check my surroundings. Yeah. I try to make sure when I'm walking down the street, I'm not like in my phone, but I'm hands in pocket, you know, looking around, just trying to make sure I am, you know, aware of my surroundings. Right. And even when, because when I stayed in Paris, I kind of lit, I stayed kind of outside the city a little bit and I didn't really research that, that well. Yeah. But the neighborhood, it wasn't like a shady neighborhood, but it was like really tight and close. So like anybody could jump out at you. Yeah. From an alleyway or something. So definitely check your surroundings. If you book a, a hotel, kind of be in a city where there's a lot of uh, traffic. If you're yeah. a solo traveler. Another one I definitely did, like our research reputable companies, any transportation companies, mm-hmm. taxis, hotels, tours. Make sure that they have a history, a business history. They have reviews. Read the reviews. Know what to expect when you get there. Don't go blind. You know, I I remember when I first started, when I went to the DR, I had researched everything. I wanted to know what the airport looked like. I wanted to know as soon as I got off the plane, where I had to go, where was the baggage. I had researched all the pictures online just so I could be aware. Yeah. I didn't do that when I went to Paris and (laughs) everything is in French. I was like lost, lost trying to get to my, yes, trying to get to my Uber. Yeah. So, but definitely, oh, uh, one more thing. I had learned too when I went to Bali that my my ten dollar a day AT and T phone long distance plan it did not cover Indonesia oh, and I no. didn't I wasn't aware until I was already in Indonesia yeah and that's so important that's extremely <laughs> important right 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 so um, they have options in the airport where you can buy a data sim card and they'll give you like whatever amount of data for whatever price and and I couldn't do that because I was still paying on a phone but <laughs> the good thing about Bali was that everywhere you went had Wi-Fi yeah so the airport had Wi-Fi, the restaurants, bars, hotels. Like I just wasn't, I, it was only a few times when I was without data or phone coverage, but that was the solace of it. That was the beauty of it, that I was unconnected and I was able to disconnect and really relate. But definitely try that solo travel. Oh, I can't do it. I'm too scared. I know. <laughs> it, it is definitely like a, like the first trip I took, I was scared to leave the resort. Yeah. But that thought like that individual solace that I felt it, I feel like it's definitely a um it's a certain power when you don't need nobody yeah no I need yeah nah one more thing that I, I, I forgot that's really important um, is know where you're traveling and what the currency exchange is. Yes. Because if you're going somewhere where the dollar is really weak, it may seem like it's exchanging evenly, but it's not. Like you're going to lose money versus right. going somewhere where the dollar is really strong and you can exchange it. That's the difference. So know like where you're going and if you right. can exchange here versus exchanging there is really important. Right. Too. Yeah. Because when I went to London, that shit was expensive as fuck. Yeah. And crazy. that British pound to the US dollar, it is a 
difference versus going to Bali where a hundred dollars goes a long, long yeah. way. Yeah. So definitely look up that and make sure that you have enough money and you know where to convert the currency. Yeah. They tell you to convert before you get there. Mm-hmm. But that might not always give you the best rate. Right. So exactly. carry cash with you so you can convert when you get there. Yep. Or ATMs, you can just pay however much your bank charges. I think it was, it was $5 and yeah. just pull out as much money from the ATM as you can. That's the other thing, too, is like if you're using credit cards, how much are they charging you for international transaction fees? Yes. I had no idea, bitch, my credit card. I was like, what are all these fees? Honey, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. That's a big thing, too. And get a travel card. You're 30 years old. Yeah. You're over 30. Get a yeah. travel credit card with zero foreign transaction fees and give you travel points yeah. for the, the different things. That makes a huge difference versus when I was in my 20s and my credit was terrible, I couldn't get a credit card for right. shit. But now I got a Discover card with yeah. that's accepted everywhere. Yeah. So definitely that's a good look. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, La, you got anything else you want to share on traveling on a budget, baby? Man, I just wish I was in another country right now. Me too. Like, in my head, bitch, I've been gone. <laughs> right, right, right. You talking about Mexico and flights to Mexico is like 250 right now. I mean, I'm willing to hop on I a trip I mean, now. we can go. Girl, I've been on Zoom calls with the beach in the background. Right. Like, what's happening? <laughs> what's popping? Um, but, y'all, thanks so much for yes. tuning in to another bomb-ass episode of Hopping yes. After 30. Go travel. Go travel. Passports, planes, and Prosecco. Sip Get up. lit. All right, guys. We out. We out. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Uh, Popping After 30. And stream this episode at www.poppinafter30.com. Bye. Bye.